0: A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Listen to me, O coastlands. Pay attention, you peoples from far away. The Lord called me before I was born. While I was in my mother's womb, he named me. He made my mouth like a sharp sword. In the shadow of his hand, he hid me. He made me a polished arrow. In his quiver, he hid me away. And he said to me, you are my servant, Israel, in whom I will be glorified. But I said, I have labored in vain. I have spent my strength for nothing and vanity. Yet surely my cause is with the Lord, and my reward is with my God. And now the Lord says, Who formed me in the womb to be his servant, to bring Jacob back to him, and that Israel might be gathered to him. For I am honored in the sight of the Lord. And my God has become my strength. The Lord says, it is too late a thing that you should be my servant to raise up the tribes of Jacob and to restore the survivors of Israel. I will give you as a light to the nations that my salvation may reach out to the end of the earth. The word of the Lord. I will, sing of your salvation.
1: I will sing of your
0: salvation in you O oh Lord I take refuge let me never be put to shame in your righteousness deliver me and rescue me incline your ear to me and save me
1: I will sing of your salvation.
0: be to me a rock of refuge a strong fortress to save me for you are my rock and my fortress Rescue me, O oh my God, from the hand of the wicked. I
1: will sing of your salvation.
0: For you, O oh Lord, are my hope, my trust, O oh God, from my youth. Upon you I have leaned from my birth. It was you who took me from my mother's womb. I, I will sing of your salvation. your salvation. My mouth will tell of your righteous acts, of your deeds of salvation all day long. O oh God, from my youth you have taught me, and I still proclaim your wondrous deeds.
1: I will Praise and glory to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Praise and glory to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Hail to you, our King, obedient to the Father. You went to your crucifixion like a gentle lamb. Praise and glory to you, Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Before the festival of the Passover, Jesus knew that his hour had come to depart from this world and go to the Father. During the supper with his disciples, Jesus was troubled in spirit and declared, Very truly I tell you, one of you will betray me. The disciples looked at one another, uncertain of whom he was speaking. One of his disciples, the one whom Jesus loved, was reclining next to him. Simon Peter therefore motioned to him to ask Jesus of whom he was speaking. So, while reclining next to Jesus, he asked him, Lord, who is it? Jesus answered, It is the one to whom I give this piece of bread when I have dipped it in the dish. So when he had dipped the piece of bread, he gave it to Judas, son of Simon Iscariot. After he had received the piece of bread, Satan entered into him. Jesus said to him, Do quickly what you are going to do. Now no one at the table knew why he said this to him. Some thought that, Because Judas had the common purse, Jesus was telling him, buy what we need for the festival, or that he should give something to the poor. So after receiving the piece of bread, he immediately went out, and it was night. When Judas had gone out, Jesus said, now the Son of Man has been glorified, and God has been glorified in him. Where I am going, you cannot follow me now, but you will follow afterward. Peter said to him, Lord, why can I not follow you now? I will lay down my life for you. Jesus answered, Will you lay down your life for me? Very truly, I tell you, before the cock crows, you will have denied me three times. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise As we edge nearer and nearer and nearer all the time to the events of the Easter Triduum at the end of this week we see the net closing in very gradually, and John often gives us some fascinating little details and speculations, such as, for example, what the others were talking about among themselves about why Judas was being dismissed by Jesus at this point. their various speculations on that. Fascinating sorts of little things we don't experience anywhere else in the Gospels. However, I think it's important to recognize that perhaps the most important thing that is said in that entire passage is what Jesus says immediately after Judas has departed. And by the way, John adds the chillingly brief detail and it was night. The night and the darkness that Jesus was always talking about was now beginning to fall. But once he has gone out, Jesus then addresses the others, and he said, Now the Son of Man has been glorified, and God has been glorified in him. One of the many hints we have in John's Gospel to that whole idea that everything that happens to Jesus in his passion, his suffering, his dying, his rising, and his ascending into heaven, and the coming of the Holy Spirit, for that matter, is all as though it were just one single act. We, as weak, limited human beings, need to see these things as very discrete moments. They didn't all happen at once. You needed time, you needed time various ways in which to grasp what was happening hour after hour after hour, but from the point of view of God, it's all one act, and that one act is rightly referred to as glorification. Jesus lifted up, lifted up on the cross, is lifted up in the glory of the new life that he bears and comes to bring. And that life has been entrusted to you and me, and we are to share it by our graciousness and generosity of heart and our enthusiasm for the good news. In that way, we become, in our own little worlds and in our own little way, the kind of thing that the suffering servant of the Lord, who we're hearing from in the first reading all through this week, that kind of thing that that mysterious servant of the Lord in the prophet Isaiah was being told to be, to be the proclamation of salvation to the very ends of the earth, to be a light to the nations. The Lord says it's it's not enough. It's too little a thing, too light a thing that you should be doing what you would be doing only for the people of Israel. I am sending you to the very ends of the earth so that everyone may be gathered, and salvation might be offered to all. But notice that the Lord God says to that suffering servant today, You are my servant, Israel, in whom I will be glorified. So the glorification of Jesus is the glorification of his heavenly Father, Because the Father and the Son, of course, and the Spirit are one. That glorification has to do with our salvation. Isn't that astounding? God is glorified quite sufficiently without needing us, let alone our misery and sinfulness that brought his Son to the cross. And yet he is choosing to be glorified precisely through the redemption that has been given to us, to raise us up, and to bring us home to him. He chooses that. He wants that. How wonderful this God, how compassionate, how far, far more than we could even imagine, let alone expect and much less yet deserve. Continue to praise this glorious God as we move farther into Holy Week. For he is our Savior.